I do not view abortion as a, uh, um, as a choice and a right. I think it's always a tragedy. And I think that uh, it should be uh, rare and safe. And I think we should be focusing on how to limit the number of abortions. And they ought to be able to have a common ground and consensus as to do that. I- the Zoo's News Podcast is available on Spotify, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, and www.thezoosnews.com. Yo, we're not the black news, the white news, we're not the left news or the right news, we're not the gay news, no, we tell it straight news, we're not the Jews news, bitch, we're the zoos news, we're not the black news, the white news, we're not the left news or the right news, we're not the gay news, no, we tell it straight news, we're not the Jews news, bitch, we're the zoos news. Hello, everybody, it's me. At Conspiracy Ape, joined by my best friend and co-host, he is at the Culture Cat, Cat with a K, on Instagram, and also our buddy's back, Righty Joe Young, is in the studio and joining us. Also, my dog is in the studio this time. Are you gonna be a good boy? Yeah, you better. I don't want to hear anything out of you, sir. This is the Zeus News podcast. You know, we're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, www.thezoosnews.com. Culture Cat, you're off the quiet over there. Am I just hogging the mic? No, I'm just being patient. Yeah, we are very patient. I didn't know if you were talking to me when you said, are you going to be a good boy? Oh, yeah, I was talking to both of you. Yeah. I was talking to you and the dog. And righty Joe Young. Say hello to the zoo. What's up, zoo? How's it going? Long time no talk. We're doing good. We're doing doing good. Well, shit. A lot of people are not doing too good right now. No, no. Especially if you haven't been born yet. Yeah. Are we going to jump right into this? We have to. So last time you started with... Hold on. This is the last episode during gay month. Yeah. I just want to make that clear. So we're going to talk about the one thing that gay people can't do. Yeah. Last podcast was the gayest podcast we've ever recorded. Of all time? It was pretty gay. It was pretty... uh, Yeah, it was... And now this one, we're going to end the last month with something that gay people can't do, which is procreate. How dare you? It's not. It's a fact. Dude. It's just a fact. They can't. And you know what? They, they A big percentage of them never want to like adopt. They want to just like fucking make a lab baby with like their family member or whatever. Oh, yeah. More, so, more power to yeah. them. That would be kind of bizarre though to like basically have a child with like your sister. They like borrow an egg from a family member. Yeah. I mean, science is pretty. pretty Damn, cool. I'm so judgy, dude. Is that going to be the new sugar? Like, hey, can I get an egg? Dude, maybe that, that I know that house. that non-COVID sperm is going to be a thing. I know that much. Oh, that non-vaxxed for sperm. I yeah, just saw dude. we have the lowest sperm count in history right now. How do they know that? Where do they get that? People who are from? donating sperm. Yeah, but like, do they have King Tut's jizzrag? <laughs> I don't know about that, but I know what's ironic about this is that you can't donate sperm unless you have a college degree or are going to college. So. That means all of those college students have really low sperm counts. So it's another layer to the to the science. Science. Yeah, I don't know, man. You got like people in lab coats just looking like, oh my God, come here, Rick. These one, numbers. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. He's got 25. Like one of those doom and gloom movies, like the fucking dramatic music hits. He's like, I've never seen anything like it. He's like staring at the fucking computer screen. That just reminds me of the Randy, Mar- Randy Marsh, like, this is eight Keurigs. <laughs> Yeah. Well, this is the end of gay month, you guys. We're wrapping it up. So we're going to make this podcast a little less gay than last time. Is that a contraception joke? 
wrap it up. Sorry. Mm. Sorry. Contraception jokes during Roe v. Wade. Yeah. Which uh, finally happened. Hey, let's just get, let's get into here. <laughs> Forgive us for that sloppy opening. But uh, people appreciate sloppy. We knew it was coming. We just put it in raw. We knew this uh, Roe v. Wade thing was coming. We didn't wrap it up. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, we did. Trump said it was going to happen in his debate with uh, Hillary Clinton. Did He's, he? Yeah, he did. Uh, he said... Those are the good old days. What's most likely going to happen is I'm going to put two or three new justices on the on the whatever. Um, the whatever. And they're going to be pro-lifes, and we'll probably overturn Roe v. Wade. He said that in, in a debate. Um it's pretty gnarly how people are really kind of freaking out over this. Are, and you, su- are you surprised? No, no, because they've been incited by their by their political leaders. Maxine Waters, Joe Biden, all gave them the green light. I don't know why they released it on a Friday so that people could go nuts immediately after work and then all weekend. Well, it seems pretty like I think there was a couple fuck ups like throughout. So one, um, the misinterpretation that, oh, my God, it's all illegal. It's like, no, it's illegal in certain states that have put laws in place. What they said is, hey, it needs to go back and, and uh, be legislated by the states as opposed to be judicial to decree that is, you know, yeah. covers all the land. I'm not necessarily against that. There's obviously different sides of this argument. So to say that, hey, we have this broad brush that is going to make the law for everybody. There's different people in different places that feel differently from each other. Sure. And use weed, right? Yeah. Like like those states right now are proud that they have legalized marijuana. Mm-hmm. It's generated traffic. It's caused an economy boost in certain areas. I mean, it's they love it, but it's not federally legal yet. Yep. So the same thing is happening now with abortions. So you have places like Dick's Sporting Goods and other like restaurants and all these other corporations who are offering travel money for people and they can go to a state that does have a legalized abortion law. And it's also easier, sorry, it's also easier to vote and control because you live a couple miles away from your state capital, which you can go protest and get people to change the laws rather than going to the extent that then going to Washington DC, it's a lot harder to change a federal law than it is to change a localized, you know, state law. hundred percent. So it's just putting the power back in the people. And if we were a hundred percent of democracy, like they claim, I guess we're going to find out if our country wants abortion or not. Yeah. Um, I think some of the problem though, is some States are trying to pass laws that, Hey, if you go get an abortion in a different state that you're going to fi- face like a civil penalty, I think that's wrong, personally. I think that, you know, 100%. just like uh, you can go and get other medical procedures, like if I want to go get a facelift in fucking California or get a tummy tuck or I want somebody, to, like my girl, to get a boob job, like I can go get that in another state. I'm not going to face any penalty, taxes, yeah. nothing. It's not like you're like going to buy a firearm or drugs and bringing it back. It's like you're getting the procedure done there and coming back with the procedure. That's what makes America great. Yeah. 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 yeah there's like, I'm not going to like, I think. People on the right are celebrating this too hard, and there are a lot of nuances and a lot of weird shit going on with it. Like, um, I know this is interesting. It's not going to be an easy transition, and it's just like just like trying to get rid of drugs and, and completely. It's going to create a fucking black market and a whole different crime syndicate. So good, good you bring that up, right? One of the things that we're seeing now, and the signs that we see outside all these state capitals now that are that they're trying to burn, are. Signs that say you can only ban safe abortions. Like, I agree. Like, I don't think... I get it. I completely understand. And I don't understand why they don't see how that's the argument for guns. 
you can only ban the safe ones because murder is already a crime. So if there's people killing people, they obviously don't care about the law. They're going to get a hold of a gun, right? So we, we just refuse to, to look at things objectively and, and with insight. We, get, we choose sides. We're very tribal. And then we just fucking bark from there. And we don't think about the actual argument. I agree. I liked Roe v. Wade, to be honest with you. I liked that it was a, after a certain point, you couldn't get them. I think a lot of people were abusing it. And I think there probably should have been a limit, like Mr. Joe Biden says in the beginning of this podcast. Um, and I just think that now it goes down to the states and that's okay. But I, I, it's, it's pretty nuts how, how angry yeah. people are right now. People aren't being objective about it. Like They're kind of just celebrating the fact that people on the left are miserable and upset right now. A lot of people are just like, yeah, they feel like I have felt the last, you know what I mean? It's kind of like this stupid fucking ego battle yep. and people are like failing to look at the whole picture and be honest about it. Yeah. It's uh, it's definitely not black and white, but uh, honestly, a lot of people would argue that they just corrected, corrected a mistake from the past. Like, and again, um, I don't even know about the, there's states that want to punish you if you go to another state to get mm -hmm. an abortion. Mm -hmm. I, didn't, yeah, it's I, I didn't know that that is fucked up. That's why it's like we, we are living in two extremes right now. And that's why that like people kind of denounce the Republican Party, even if you're on the right, because the Republican Party is not really representing current Republicans. It's kind of stuck in this area. Like, I just feel like what, the people who were once on the left moved further to the right. And now we're in this new party territory where we're majority of, of our values fall with Republicans. But there's a few of these other things like gay marriage. I don't really care. We talked about it for the Pride Month. We don't care. But they're also talking about how this ruling is going to affect gay marriages yeah, and send it say, back down to the states. I heard that they're going to go after that, honestly. Yeah, and I don't, I think that'd I don't be a big necessarily mistake. agree with that. I think that'd I be think a big mistake. Yeah, I think that one should be federal. Even though I understand that the well, definition of, but, of love or marriage is in the eyes of God. I get that. But this is the problem. So you have to be consistent throughout with, you know, all kind of policy. You can't just pick and choose. So if it's going to not work um, at, at the Roe v. Wade, the abortion level, it shouldn't work at the gay marriage level. I think it should be the same with like gun rights and things like they just passed. Um, they, they just had that ruling um, about uh, concealed carry from New York. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard, but the bunch of 2A people were like, oh, this is great. This is the best thing ever. Well, you know, I don't think that a judicial ruling for one specific case or one instance should set precedent for every situation yeah. because everything, there's so many different variables and factors yeah. that influence what's happening that like to say like, oh, this cookie cutter solution can be applied here, 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 and there. Right. It, 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 but if you go to like Cal, if a gay couple goes to California and gets married, goes back home, are they now criminals? Are they now not looked at as married legally where they are? Do they have to live in a state where gay marriage is legal in order to get those? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, and there's a lot of things that we're going to learn along the way. The problem with gay marriage is it's it's the the federal taxation thing. Like state yeah. taxation, that's one thing. Like if the state passes it, they can tax people one way or whatever. The federal taxation piece, if they're not going to recognize somebody as married or something like that, like they would only be able to claim head of household and you wouldn't be able to combine incomes and shit like that. That's why it should stay on the federal level. Well, but that's the thing is like there's a process to change federal law. It's called the legislative process. So it's like if we feel that like a majority of people in this country are going to vote for gay marriage, then our representatives in the House need to vote for it. They need to put up a bill. They need to vote for it. The people in the Senate, our senators need to do the same exact thing. And that fucking 
dementia piece of shit in the in the White House needs to sign it into law. Like that's that's how you know you you guys have seen the thing uh, like to the the how does a bill become a law? Or I, oh yeah, sure. I'm just a bill. I'm yeah. House, but but it's it doesn't th- gay marriage shouldn't be a bill thing. It has to Abortion be a bill thing. Is compl- why? Because it's a law. What do you it, mean? It should it shouldn't be decided via d- judicial decree. How is marriage a law? What do you mean? There's it's, tech- a, it's a legal binding. Document. It's a it's a legally yeah, binding. Yeah. So I'm asking you then why why would it why would it be finances if taxes. if if other people if if being married is already a thing why would this not be just fall under that I don't like it doesn't make any sense in in my opinion. So you're saying change the definition because so the definition currently of marriage is between a man and a woman. Yeah. So you're saying to change the definition of marriage. I'm I'm okay with that. But again, that has to that but has to happen. The definition of marriage comes from religion. I, I, again, regardless of where it comes from, that's what it is right now in our books in in how we define it. Okay. That, that's how it so is. Then, it doesn't so matter. You wouldn't what, need to make a bill. You would just need to amend the one that's already. You would there. need to. Yeah, you would need to amend what we already have. But again, like sure. it's, it's going to be easier to pass a new law than to amend the constitution. But I think there's a huge difference between who you can marry and whether or not the state is going to fund abortions. I'm. Like one is the pursuit of happiness, which is in the Constitution, and the other one is not. But you also have to see the similarity of like how these laws came into effect, in that it was done by nine individuals who sit on the Supreme Court, as opposed to 580 that are in the House of Representatives and Senate. Yeah, mar- so is the mar- is marriage in the Constitution or not? No. It's not in the Constitution. It's not in the Constitution, no. It is not a, like a guaranteed explicit right that you have to get married or that but you like can I'm get saying, married. But like I'm saying, it can fall under the pursuit Life, of Life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, yeah, like the I'm, 14th I'm Amendment. A, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a law-abiding citizen. I love another law-abiding citizen. We're both of age. What's stopping us from getting married? The legal definitions. Exactly. It's a, the legal definition of marriage is between That's a man and a th- woman. Yeah, like le- legal documents are just that. They're like, they're not... I know it really is black and white when it comes to legal documents. Something's either legal or it's not. There's really not any middle. And I'm not saying right or wrong. I'm just saying that like you can't be we can't have this wishy-washy perspective of like okay, like it's it's wrong in the in light of abortion, but it's right in light of uh you know the gay marriage. So who, I I think it's wrong in each instance and the gun one, like so in the second amendment one. Can we just amend amend the law? Yeah, they they could. Yeah, and I don't think any of us are really opposed to that. Do any of us really even give a shit? No, I don't. We don't. Yeah, no, but there's other. There are other people who identify as Republicans. I just who think are against it. It's one more thing that's going to create turmoil. But as if there's not enough turmoil already. But uh, can you answer me this question? I don't know. What's the question? Who, who holds the majority in the House right now? The Republicans. No. no Democrats. They're going to. Oh. Though. They're, oh. Yeah. Who? But the Cross last two fingers. years. Last two years, they've. They've uh, Democrats have held the House, Senate. Uh-huh. They've held the majority in the Senate, right? It's been 50-50. And, they what, have, and what are they doing? Majority and everything. Yeah, and they have the White House. They could have passed all of this shit. Obama could have made Juneteenth a holiday, too, but he didn't. Yeah. So It's all it, a show. It's, it's all, it's a, all a dog show. and pony show. It is all bullshit. So let's talk about that, then. Let's talk about how it seems pretty orchestrated. I was going to say, like, don't, don't you feel like it's kind of a coincidence that they're doing this shit right now? Like, like right now, in the middle of all this bullshit, 
it seems like an orchestrated, like they're trying to destabilize America any way they fucking can. Well, not only that, but you think about like their and by they, I don't know some dark figures. Well, there's all, there's the many ways state. there's many ways to look at the it. bankers, the central they bankers. They could be trying to get uh, more votes for the Democrats by causing up all these things and blaming the Republicans. They yeah. could be doing a lot of different things. It doesn't necessarily mean destroying america but it does look like it's pretty much being destroyed by the democratic well, party but you look at like the the kind of turn of events and like what we have coming we have midterms on the way where they're potentially going to, to lose saying. power so they're looking to fire off on these big ticket heavy emotional items and they've hit almost every single one of them in the last three months yeah. it's been fucking disgusting and everyone should be pretty fucking exhausted of it school shootings mass shootings gun problems no one's talking about gang issues inflation gas houses gas Gas everything is a fucking huge we are being squeezed from all aspects of everything and the democratic party isn't doing a goddamn thing and then we have all these fucking stupid rhinos who are siding with them and fucking well, destroying they have scapegoats we... for all that like i was i was eating breakfast with my dad for father's day and he had this fucking awful like morning show on abc on it and he's a he's a conservative so he just likes to watch shit and get angry that's a lot of you know old people stuff <laughs> and i was like first of all, i was like dad why the fuck are we watching this but that's neither here nor there and it was like there's interviewing interviewing this lady and it's just of course gas is because of is because of russia and ukraine and it's because trump's tariffs on china and because of co like everything they have a fucking blame everything on they have something it's like gas is because of Russia. Gas is because of the war in Ukraine. Gas is because of Trump. It has gas nothing is because to do of COVID. With cutting off and, federal drilling. Yeah, and the lefties just eat all this shit up and believe it. And if they start to like question a little bit, the people on TV just go, "Well, January 6th. and then they're like, "They're they're you know sure." Yeah, I mean it's but, January sixth. But okay, let's let's go back to the abortion thing. Look, look what happened last night in Arizona, and there's there's protests all over the country right now. But Arizona, the Capitol building had a Senate. Um, meeting that was going on that had to be ev evacuated because the rioters outside were trying to break into yeah. the Capitol building and the police needed to... Have you seen this? No, I haven't seen Shooting this. tear yeah. gas. Dude. Er, they listen, had, they, Phoenix is not D.C. Phoenix is not Los Angeles. Like, we're not... They're not going to play that game. They're shooting tear they gas. They had to shoot tear gas because they were I breaking the, the doors. That's what I'm saying. They're not going to play that game. Those motherfuckers are going to start getting shot with bullets. But what I'm saying is so I put I posted a video of just Maxine Waters. I didn't even see the one of Biden yet, but the one of Maxine Waters saying, you think this is bad. We're going to fill the streets and I'm a horrible person and everyone's going to die. And you're like, holy shit. And she says things like, we're going to fight. Go out there and fight. And then we have an insurrection happen and a legit one in like the next night. Are they going to, the people are calling for a, a June 24th um, committee already, like as a joke. It should, but it should happen. But like, yeah, like what, what is going on? You know, like they, they can't keep pointing the finger at Republicans and people, Trump supporters for doing something when now they're doing it. It's not going to work anymore. Yeah. So it's almost like a good thing. And that's why Q is back now, uh, supposedly air quotes. And um, they posted something like, do you remember your oath? And then someone was like, why have you been gone for too long? And they were like, Q was like, uh, needed to be that way or some stupid shit like that. I know how people feel about Q posts, but I'm just, it's news. He's supposedly back. So we'll see what happens. And, uh, you know, people like Tim Pool, a lot of people are thinking that this is all heading towards a civil war. Because like you said just now, um, it seems like it's orchestrated to to bring down I think we're in a civil war. 
it's just not people taking to the streets with guns, shooting civilians. Going, it's it's a civil war to the point where the the fucking FBI is going after. Yeah, FBI a, and the DOJ going after Republican politicians and going after congressmen and everyone, putting pointing the finger, calling everyone an insurrectionist and trying to basically anyone who supports Trump, but trying to say Trump caused an insurrection. Anyone involved with Trump or supporting Trump is a fucking traitor traitor terrorist to our country like putting people in jail on the worst like dude this is a civil war it's just not like the first civil war yeah i mean it's different so like it's kind of it's a it's a little hyperbolic but it's not like we are going at it the the lines are written are drawn in the sand and the two sides are going at it it's just more political it's not a hot war yeah it's it is a civil war in my opinion i don't know is there a term for that bro do you know cold war (laughs) no like when it's just political. Burr. It's fucking when it's just freezing. political, like when it's ramping up. I mean, I know like they refer to things as powder kegs, which is what this feels like right now. But it's, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not buying the Q thing. I'm not trying to be negative or blackpilled. It just seems like, you know how Anonymous came back all of a sudden with all their lefty views? It just feels like, and until I get a Q proof, because that's usually how you prove it. You got to, they give you a Q proof and then we know that trip code is Q. But until then, it could be fucking anybody until like, until we get a Q proof. And like, I don't know if there is one or not. Remember your oath. Like they're going to like. Which well, oath though? Exactly. What the fuck are they even talking is it about? The Q oath that the. It makes it seem like General a cult. Flynn was doing? No. Or the oath the veterans took to protect the, their, their fucking country yeah and just the daily beast the one we are like finding out by these tabloids i don't know i'm not saying it's not really cute it just seems like they're fucking behind it that's i don't know though you'd have to evaluate what they q say. has no reason to come back just for that shit i don't know it just seems like they're trying to spark more bullshit but that's just me that's my personal opinion yeah i, I subscribed to q in the in the in the middle in the beginning but i just feel like it got too big. Back when the media wouldn't even acknowledge Q, that's when I think Q is real. Back when they wouldn't even acknowledge it. They didn't want people to know what it was. But now they have power over it. Sure. I'm just talking about like there's like another side of it emerged again. Yeah, it's definitely that's news. That. I'm not mad at you for bringing it up. I just don't know if I fucking buy it at this point. I need to see a Q proof, which is hard to do because Trump's not in power anymore. But whatever. Whatever. I don't know. Shit's getting real. And, and, and like, we got to make sure that we save these videos, all these videos of you. I'm seeing protesters, Roe v. Wade protesters, like stopping people's cars again and like fucking being violent as shit. We need to make. They're using all the same time. We need to make sure we're proactive and we put these videos on hard drives and stuff because they get, they're really good at scrubbing the fucking internet of their wrongdoing. Is it a coincidence that every summer of an election coming up, we have fucking riots in the streets now? It's It's like, oh, it's almost election season. It used to be a coincidence, but after a while, it's like, yeah, it's fucking fishy. I think it's very sketchy that all this is coming up right now. Absolutely. I do think it's orchestrated. I've always thought that the left and the right, I, I always thought that they're all, a lot of them are working together. I yeah. think there's different one. like Marjorie Taylor Greene's definitely fucking not part fr- of the club. She's a free bird. You know, there's a, there's a couple of free birds, man, but yeah, there's still a lot of rhinos and controlled opposition. I definitely believe in that a hundred percent. So what do you I think, think is going to happen show. then? This election that's coming up, is it going to be a Dude, red wave? Do we have rhinos? Honestly, Are they steal the election this again? This seems blackpilled, but if they steal the election, I'm going to be very like, like I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like I'm just going to be like, what the fuck? What Isn't do we? What do we do at this, at this point? point though? Isn't everybody get, paying attention? They get con- total just control, and it's all just, and it's a big shit 
if, the, if it just takes a big shit. Well, did you see that the news reported that, that they, they have to do a recount? Um, it was on Steve Bannon's show. They have to do a recount in Georgia because um, they found that the Dominion machines were giving 15% of the votes to the blue party. And so they're, they're demanding a, dem a, a recount. I mean, that's good. You got you to yeah, think there I mean, are some people who have a lot of money, like Mike Lindell and shit, who are like, okay, let's just position people out there. Project Veritas. Like, you fucking disappeared. If you work at an election place, you should be on your best fucking behavior because there are people looking for you. There I are. hope so. I really hope so. I do. I'm just saying, like, th these midterms are big. They're, it's a big deal. With the, sure. out the outcomes of these midterm, it's fucking huge. It's a big deal. Well, it's mission critical because, as we've seen, the only the only check and balance that we have right now is the Supreme Court. Like Clarence Thomas is the, the like the champion for conservatives right now, yeah. conservative values and constitutional principle. Um, when so you, you mentioned a point of it, kind of this almost like this system or the standard of we're going into an election year, we're coming into the summer and there's riots, man. I think that you're going to start seeing people react a lot differently, man. If, if somebody mobs my car, knowing kind of what they do and what happens, there, there's going to be somebody who's not walking away from that the pendulum. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Joe Rogan makes an excellent joke about this on um, one of his standups on Netflix, where he talks about um, uh, ex Islamic extremists that killed, um, cartoonist at Charlie Hebdo yep. um, and he talks about like oh you know people didn't want to say it because they were drawing Muhammad and you know they like they didn't want to do it they didn't want to draw it they didn't want to talk about it or anything like that because they didn't want to offend them until the news hit Texas where they promptly held a draw Muhammad contest yeah. two dudes from Arizona drove there and tried to shoot it up they got killed Almost instantly. Yeah. Like that is that's how Joe delivers the the joke there. And and it's he talks about that pendulum. It it's it's really crazy over here with these extremists and then goes all the way over here where it's like, okay, here, let me set a trap for you and blast your ass. Well, we have a really big pendulum that's that started being in my opinion, twenty twenty showed everybody where it was at and mm -hmm. now now they're pushing it up further in an attempt to make it go all the way around essentially. And it's not going to make it because people are aware now. We can see it. We've seen the patterns. We know, oh, yeah. shit, they're on, they're on the street. I'm not just going to sit here and put my fist up. I need to get the fuck out of here because someone's going to shoot one of us. No. Yeah, I think that the pendulum is swinging exponentially faster, too. I think it used to be like a decade pendulum, mm -hmm. you know, and, mm -hmm. or then you'd have presidents for eight years and it was like an eight year one. And then it was like a four year one. And now it's like a two year one. And before, you know what I'm saying? That pendulum is swinging back and forth faster. It's and because faster. we're breaking out of the matrix. We're breaking out of this mind control that we've been fed for the past 25 Certainly. years. And Trump and was a big part see, of that. Uh, Trump was the only reason why. I think we'll have way better. Like I'm optimistic that we'll have like way better presidents in the future. But Donald Trump will go down as the one that woke people the fuck up just to by Two major events, sorry, that woke people up. The Democratic Party severely fucked up by fucking over Bernie Sanders. Severely fucked up by running Dude, with That's Hillary how you Clinton. woke up. A lot of people. That's yeah. how a lot of people who used to be Democratic woke up and they were like, yo, I can't support this bitch. He was clearly winning. What the fuck happened? That woke up a lot of people to start looking at the Republican Party. Then Trump was there. Perfect timing. Everyone was like, fuck this. Oh, my God. I like what he's saying. Hey, they're lying about him. Hey, that's not true. And then all of a sudden, you're, the veil is gone. And yeah. you're like, oh, my God. I've been a mockingbird this whole time.
Yeah. And, and there's the, people who are still in it. And the Republican Party at this point is just a party. Not everyone that's voting Republican is necessarily textbook Republican. And that's the thing is a lot of people on the left and these TV, these talking heads, they're treating the Republican Party like it's our like our parents are 20 years old. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's totally evolved. Like listen, I still like have, we're boomers. I still have a lot of conservative values and everything, but they're acting like the Libertarian Party isn't voting with Republicans right well, now. They, act- but, but the thing is, so like the Republican Party almost needs like a rebranding, like real talk. Yeah. Like they said, it needs yeah, to be like a earlier. new conservative party. Like mm-hmm. and and that party is going to be very socially liberal, but physically and militarily conservative. Like you yeah. think about just your overall like policies. Nobody gives nobody gives a flying fuck if two dudes fucking get married. I don't right. give a shit. Don't it care. doesn't matter to me. I don't fucking care. You want to go do a bunch of drugs in your fucking house as long as you're not stealing shit or breaking the fucking law with that shit. Knock yourself out. Have yeah. fun. Like, mm-hmm. don't give a I, fuck. I think the whole gay movement, because it, it's gay month, Pride. We got to talk a little bit of a little bit of gay shit. I think the gay movement is actually making people like more bigoted. It's actually doing a disservice. I yeah. think. Well, so I think they're the taking. Black lives yeah, matter it shit. really is. Like, I'll see like a gay flag hanging on someone's house, and obviously, I I, I hate how repetitive I have to be when I'm like, I don't care about because I, I, I fucking don't. But it's just like we get it. You're virtuous. We fucking get it. You're acting like it's not 2022. Yep. You're acting like it's fucking decades and decades ago, and they're still fighting for shit. Like, shut the fuck up. Take take that flag down. You're ridiculous. They want to be treated. I know gay people personally. They just want to be treated the fucking same. They don't want to be treated. Special, a big, a big chunk of them don't want to be fucking treated special and put in, like they don't. They just well, want to be treated there now, fucking like think? people. Do you do you well, know uh, very many people who are openly hate gay people? No, at I all? don't. I don't know no. anyone. Me either. None. So like, what what rights do you not have? Well, what are you and, what are you missing out on? And that's the thing is like this 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 idea of equality. It's like where does it stop? Because I haven't been to a straight pride parade. I don't know what the straight pride flag looks like. I've never seen anybody with straight pride tattoos on or anything like that. Like, and and you think about like how that role reversal would look. Like, imagine if a news channel was like, "Hey, everybody, it's Straight Pride Month. We're over here just loving our heterosexuality. This is an amazing yeah. day on Friday. I hope that all you straight people love the way that you're doing right. things." To but, be to be fair though, like heterosexuals are never looked down on or treated like a, a, a gay. Pride parade would make more sense decades and decades ago, but today it's just clear virtue signaling and brainwashing, and like, and it has to be about sex well, because it's, it's no one wants gloating. to see a bunch of people so, who love each other holding hands walking down the yeah, street. Yeah, I know you're just making an example to like make a point, and I, I totally get what you're saying because like it's true. Like if they want to be treated as equals, then let's act like fucking equals. So I totally get what you're saying, but yeah, they they weren't always respected and really extreme like people used there used to be more people with extreme religious views that would like totally disown their children if they were gay and like there used to be like like the pendulum we were talking about it'd be like if kids are getting disowned by their family that's wrong yeah so that that'd be more reason for them to be like i don't give a fuck i'm proud of who i am and like going and marching to the streets but like it's 2022 that shit's not happening now yeah it's not it's it's all just virtue signaling at this point. And, and the fucked up thing and is... And it's over the top. Sorry yes. to cut you off real quick. Like, there's a difference between walking through the streets with your fucking clothes on with, like, a rainbow flag or, like, holding hands with your husband or your boyfriend or whatever. That's different. But they walk around in, like, job straps with their fucking dicks hanging out, like, waving dildos and, like... Fe- Fuck, I, and with fucking collars and walking around fucking on leashes like yeah, dogs right. and shit would, like nobody that. Nobody would go or watch if it was just a bunch of people with wedding rings. It's a big hands. sex but, show. But that's yeah. that's the fucked up thing is like the like people don't want to have the honest conversation that this is strictly to groom 
children. Like it is yeah. to groom fucking children. Like it, that. Why do you think they make all these like fun fucking colors and all these little yeah. fun fucking characters? That it's the same thing that fucking Marlboro did when they wanted to sell cigarettes to kids. Yeah, well, there's a reason why kids aren't allowed in fucking strip clubs and stuff. Yeah. Like there's yeah. a reason kids can't go to R-rated movies. So well, it's why just are they like, allowed to go on the street and watch men swing their these dicks fucking around? drag shows? There's and literally shit like, like that. Mr. Slave from South Park type shit. They'll have like people like with mm-hmm. choke collars like treating other men like dogs and just weird kinky weird gay porn shit tits out dicks out it's crazy and like just to be fair i want to like give a voice for some like gay there's a lot of gay people that think it's fucking absurd too yes it's not like they're all yeah no there's not there's a lot of fucking gay people that just want to be treated equal just want to be left alone and they're sick and tired of this fucking movement well it is like i heard i was watching tim pool the other day and there was a really complex thing brought up like at what here's the i guess before i should preface this there's a huge difference between a child and like a teenager, right? Or even sure. like a preteen. Yeah. Like these people are talking about children. They're talking about seven year olds and like five year olds going to drag shows. But Tim Pool was talking about like, what are you supposed to do? And, and at what age is it okay to explain to a gay child or a gay preteen about their life and that it's okay without ever bringing it up? Well, and that's the thing is like, I feel like I don't feel like it's appropriate to have that conversation with a child. Like, I think that there's so much exploring and learning about yourself at those critical years. Like, you don't really start developing into who you are as a person until, you know, 18, 19, 20, 21, even beyond that. So it's like for me to say like, oh, this child is is gay, like say this child is figuring their fucking life out they sure. you know they, they it, sure but there are some that are gay like you you like you know when you you could say like a 15 year old would know right like that's a 15 year old maybe you know? frogs have like an issue and uh if there's not enough female frogs the male frogs will change their sex so that the frogs can procreate so some people think that creating gay people quote unquote is nature's way of calming down the population but my question is is these kids uh, these these preteens do exist and they they do know for sure like i knew i was straight when i was 13 you know you know what you're attracted to at that age so you know oh shit like i'm more attracted to billy than i am barbara and i don't want to tell my dad but i don't i how is that 13 year old going to gonna form out who he is when he's 18 if he can't ask someone that he loves about his sexuality so then the question was at what age and who does that especially for like gay kids who are in foster homes who's allowed to talk to that kid and not have it be grooming you know what i mean like it's a really interesting concept because if it's not accepted outwardly yeah. And, and they're going to go quietly well, find these groomers who are going to teach them about their sexuality. That's, what's, that's a big reason why pedophilia and homosexuality, like, God, I'm going to get in trouble with this too, but they're directly connected. You remember when Milo Yiannopoulos was on Rogan and he was talking about how he liked it when his fucking, you know what I mean, when he was getting groomed? Yeah, yeah. the priest yeah. was like molesting and him when he yeah. said he enjoyed it. Yeah, and you make a good point because a lot of these, like if you go to a, an elementary school with let's say like 500 kids in it or whatever, like, there's not going to be many gay kids and they probably seek that older male attention and and get experience that way because I mean, they don't know what else to do. Right. And And it really opens the door parents or if they don't have a dad or, you know, open the door to pedophilia a hundred percent. 
I see what you're saying. But so um, it is a, it is a it's an interesting thing. I don't think like we've talked about before. I don't think that this it goes. I don't think it falls into the school to teach about sex. But the issue is is that we and we can identify this. We don't have the best parents out right now. Like most of these kids don't have a good stability. It's no one's fault that it's a small percentage of the population that's gay. Like that's no one's fault. Like you said last podcast, it's growing. It's, it's not like bad to be gay when you say like it's normal to be straight. There's nothing wrong with that. It is. That's the normal default of a human being is being heterosexual. Whoa, hold on. <laughs> I watch cable TV. I thought fifty percent of the population was gay. <laughs> no kidding. You would think, think right? In another twenty years, it will yeah. be. Well, gay and black. Yeah, it's the combo. You would think like the demographic. intersectionality. Yeah. It's getting to a point where they're literally virtue signaling and trying way too fucking hard. Well, for and, sure. And that's the thing is like, I don't think any, and, and again, this goes back to like that new conservative party is that I don't give a shit what color anybody is. I don't give a fuck what your sexual orientation is or what your gender identity. I'm not changing biology for me or mine, but yeah. like you do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. Honestly, I like, okay, first of all, there's fantasy shows where it's not representing reality at all. And that's fine. Yes. But when you're watching a, like a real drama or like something that's supposed to represent reality, listen, I would rather have the show be all black people like living in a geographic than, than like some obvious bullshit. Like there's a gay guy and a guy from France and a fucking lesbian and a like and a, that's, and a that's, Muslim that's, disabled person. It's yeah, like. not realistic diversity. That doesn't happen. There's no clicks where there's one person representing every demographic. So, that's not uh, real at all it's total virtue signaling and, and exactly. I'd, I'd rather the show be like five gay friends for fuck's sakes than but having like every little fucking thing precisely precisely it's where it's just real. trying to check off the boxes that's yes. that's the thing that gets me is it's just like the box checker and it's like yeah. all right you well, like that's the netflix stand up like compilations they're, they're making like they gotta make sure too, they have two lesbians right. one gay guy black girl like it's not and 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 that's the thing is like i feel like it's disingenuous to to just cast these actors to be that kind of you know checkbox you know oh we're, we're gonna put you in this cookie cutter role because the color of your skin and and your gender it's like why don't you put these people in a fucking role because of their talent because right. of because of how good they are as an actor. Well, that's why comedy sucks right now. We don't call actors actors on this podcast. We call them pretenders. Because um, <laughs> it just takes away their power, dude. Um, there's a there's a, a lot that goes on with, and I could just completely forgot where we were going. Talking about demographics on television. Oh yeah, there's a lot to be said with like the comedy because com we've you know George Carlin is a huge huge asset to a lot of people waking up. He's a leftist, but that's because the machine at the time was completely Republican. Yeah. So he's he's breaking things down from like a leftist standpoint, and he woke up a lot of people just to the fact that big government sucks. Yeah. That alone. Just like, Zeitgeist alone. I was introduced to George Carlin from Zeitgeist. There you go. He's yeah. like a big part of that documentary. Is clips from him. Yeah. I was a young man when I saw that movie and that got me to watching more George Carlin. Mm -hmm. The comedy's always been like the last and f and it's the it's the last and the first of, of frontiers. I don't know how to say the the last part, but it's it's the frontier now of of freedom of speech. So you have a person go up there, they're they're supposed to be able to say whatever they want. If they say something that they don't want, then the people will naturally boo and then that yeah. person won't have a successful comedy act. But comedy is a way for people to talk about political issues explain it very well in a funny way, a way that you can digest it. And once they started putting people on those platforms that didn't deserve it or didn't have the the voice of the streets, they just put them there because they were lesbian or because they were gay or because they were a woman. Comedy has hit, has taken a severe hit. It's fucking terrible. It's hard to find a good comedian nowadays. And then there's a bunch of people who are back on shock stuff. 
and uh, people who are constantly being canceled for stupid yeah. reasons. It's almost like these comedians know that if they talk about certain stuff, they're more likely to get on a platform. They're more likely to get a fucking special or something. They're like pandering checking the boxes. Almost, yeah. yeah, pandering, exactly. They're like, hey, if I talk about how privileged white people are, if I make a joke about that, that'll really that'll really push. I'll if I do this, on Netflix. If I make a QAnon joke, that'll really push. Oh, let's talk shit about Trump. Mm -hmm. That'll really push. They're like checking all these boxes that they know will get them success rather than make them funny. Exactly. We're and like it's very dangerous for society to not have people questioning the narrative yeah. on a stage like that shout out to ryan young dude ryan young dude hell he's gonna yeah. be looked back on like right now i know he's got a good following right now like he's not like a small comedian but, but he's gonna be looked back on as like a fucking legend i think like he's people are gonna hilarious. look but like he's not just hilarious he's not selling out entirely like he yeah. doesn't give a fuck he, he would rather take half the demographic watching him and just be fucking funny and be who he is mm. and that's dude truth is what makes comedy funny exactly and it's gonna hurt your feelings sometimes dude i've been offended by jokes before mm -hmm. i've listened to a, a stand-up bit and been offended and then the bit's over and we move on to the next one and i laugh at it it's part of life mm -hmm. some shit's gonna offend you you don't need to make it fucking known to everybody like not everything's gonna hit you know what i'm saying yeah and i, I like i He's probably my favorite comedian right now, not because he's like the funniest, most hilarious guy in the world. He's just being fucking true to himself and being funny. Like even like you can tell even Joe Rogan's pulling back. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. They're all pulling back to keep their fucking level of success. Mm -hmm. Mark Norman's pushing it pretty hard. Yeah, I like there's Mark a couple Norman. of them. Shane Gillis. Andrew Schultz, even. Andrew Schultz is definitely going hard. He says some shit. You're like, hell yeah, man, because he's mainstream. Now. Have you seen his albino black guy? No. Oh, it's fucking hilarious. No, I haven't seen it. But he, he's, he's like, he's like, he's like, this is a litmus test. He's like, can you say the N word? Can you just say it out loud. He's like doing this in a crowd and the guy like drops it and he's like, oh, you're black. <laughs> yeah. But he's like, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's like the, so many comedians are uh, uh, afraid to have that racy, edgy kind of toe the line conversation or even over the line. And it's like. That's what comedy is for. We're supposed to be able to laugh at ourselves. We're supposed yeah. to be able to laugh at shit that is impacting us and make light of bad situations. Like that, that is exactly. like the definition of con. And, and they can't make money doing it now unless they're already there, like Andrew yes. Schultz, yep. Joe yep. Rogan. Where you have that following. Yes. People used to know what a joke was, too. Oh it's like God. they're not necessarily bad people. They're trying to make you laugh. Sometimes Bro. they're trying to say the most extreme thing possible because it's fucking funny lighten up a little bit sometimes the joke offends you but then it'll be someone else's turn and someone else's turn and then someone else's turn like you're gonna be offended sometimes you don't need to fucking nuke the world and, get over it and fucking fu dry your eyes the yeah. fucked up thing is is like it used to me mainstream where jokes were okay so perfect example rush hour two one of my favorite movies i just recently watched it, and this is the reason that I'm, it's it's top of mind for me like you have an Asian man and a black man throwing racial jokes at each other. I'm gonna bitch slap you back to the Ming Dynasty. Oh, I'm gonna bitch slap you back to Africa. Like, <laughs> it, like they say that in the fucking movie, and and everybody laughs. Everybody fucking laughs. Nobody's like, oh my god, that defends me. Oh. The '90s were awesome. It's Just fucking saying. funny. It's comedy. It the last, the last true. As if Chris, as if like, as if Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle didn't make an empire of shitting on white people. Yeah, exactly. And it's funny. So like, I left it's my ass hilarious. off when Dave Chris Chappelle Rock makes fun of white. Famous people. joke about the difference between an N word and a black person. I mean, yeah. there's a famous joke about that. Yeah. There's a clear difference between the two. There's literally like black a lot of black comics in the in the 80s and the, in the 90s would make a career would make an empire of shitting on fucking white people, and then like Asian people would shit on their own heritage. Well, they always and, like, shit on their parents 
there's that's all how it works. I, I don't know one Asian comedian that doesn't have a, a joke about right. where they, the parents they do the accent of their yeah. parents yeah. every time. That's all their jokes are. My dad does this. And then mm. they do their fucking dad's accent, and it's like the funniest thing in the world. And And that's the thing is like, I don't know where or when that that straight shift happened in society where it was like before it was okay and now it's just now it's fucking complete blasphemy i this cancel culture bullshit like i I think it's really rubbing people the wrong way because you have like very prominent like left-wing people that are getting fucked over for this cancel cancel culture everybody everybody's gonna be demonized eventually everybody they were talking about how like eventually like eventually they're gonna go after the white gay people Mm-hmm. Because you have better rights than we do, and you should be helping us out, you know, like that kind of shit. And everybody is going to be demonized at one point. The left, that when you're progressive, you can't stop because then you're not progressive anymore. So they yeah, always have to be changing shit. Yeah. And eventually, they're going to check off so many people. There's going to be three people left. Well, and and this is this is the fucked up part. This is the fucked up part is all these people that virtue signal that say like, oh, like don't do this, don't do that. Behind closed doors are generally doing all this shit. All these fucking climate activists that are like, oh, fuck you, global warming, blah, blah, blah. These cocksuckers are taking... Obama has a a million-dollar house on a beachside. He just installed a propane tank. He's not moving anywhere. Yeah. I mean, you you literally fucking lose like 100,000 barrels of gas anytime this motherfucker travels with his fucking entourage. Like, Leo DiCaprio hasn't fucking spent a day that he hasn't cleared a fucking ozone layer out because his fucking yacht and his private planes. Like, get out of here, guys. Like, get take your virtual signaling, shove it up your ass. But dude, somebody would come out and say something, bro. Somebody would come out and say something. Fucking Greta Thornburg. <laughs> Fuck out of here. No, they always say, like, it, it's a perfect thing to say, like, if you're in power, you can make things so that other people can't take that power away from you. Yeah. You know? And they're just trying to shift things right now, and they're making a huge push for it, and a lot of people are not having it. Also, shout out to fucking uh, Ricky Gervais. He's yeah. also on his game. He's, He's cool a fucking sometimes. champion. I, I, I like him. <laughs> But now there's so much outrage and we hear about it and it's taken seriously, you know? There's a, Oxbridge comedians writing for the posh papers, thinking of the rules of comedy, they're laying it down, laying down the law, right? And it's all stuff like, um, comedy should punch up, you should never punch down, you should never punch down. Sometimes you've got to punch down, like if you're beating up a disabled toddler. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a if joke. If you punch up, you'll miss the little cunt and he'll win, you know? <laughs> If you, pin, if you punch up, you'll fucking miss, and the little cunt will win. Hilarious. Remember his fucking Golden Globe speech? Epic. Was it the Golden Globes? When he just called out everyone for yeah, being buddies with Epstein? Yeah, it was the Golden Globes, and yep. They let, him, they let him host two years in a row, and he just fucking shit on all of them. He is a leftist in the UK, though, on everything, yeah. on everything except for freedom and of And also, like, he goes, like, Listen, if you want to be an atheist, that's great, but it'll be like 45 minutes on atheist comedy. And it's like that what I was saying earlier, like be offended and move on to the next mm-hmm. joke. But if sometimes it's like, damn, that was a fucking 50 minute atheist rant. He had a whole <laughs> like, special about it. Yeah. And it's like some of it's funny and I get where he's coming from, but I don't know. I've always said, I think I've said this to you before, like, I don't know why you would be atheist before agnostic. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would you be sure there's no God if you could have the option of not even knowing? I've always people need that. definites, and if yeah. you if you if you agree that there is a god, then it gives you the complex of which one do it's I like, need to follow. You have the option to be like, I have no fucking idea, but instead he's like, there is no god, 
and he just fucking goes hard on it. And it's like it's just kind of like well, a lot of people have personal beliefs that they that's that you the don't ultimate, share. Them that's with. the ultimate black pill. Like you were talking earlier with me personally about how like you're tired of the black pill culture, and I agree with you to an extent. But like being atheist is the ultimate black pill. It's like when you can not know, when you could be like, I don't know, I'm still exploring it. Who knows? The ultimate black pill is just to convince yourself there is no fucking god. Well, there's a they did a, a, a scientific thing. <laughs> Where uh, <laughs> a study, yeah, where uh, they I mean, I just don't take that shit seriously yeah, anymore, because I feel it's all, but like yeah. that's why I said it like that, like it's a fucking thing, yeah. Um, so they the said, vaccine, right? yeah, they said that they um, the human brain would rather know something is going to be negative than not know at all, yeah. So you'd rather know the results of something if it's negative than have it be up in the air. That makes sense, though. That's an anxiety thing. Yeah, but that's yeah. what God is. God is mm-hmm. God is an anxiety equation for your brain, and the people who have God give their they give up their anxiety to God and say, "I trust you, and I trust that my path is in your hands." And then people without God typically are on antidepressants or they meditate a yeah. lot, and it's very it's very telling, you know, because look, the more godless we become, the more anxiety pills are pumped out to our, our population. They're pulling that band aid off so they can get ready to die. Yeah, but like, so it's easier for them to accept the fact yeah. that nothing happens than. Um, have the possibility that they could be going somewhere they don't want to go. Yeah. So that's what it is. It's it's like a they're self- very afraid of death and they're trying to pull that band-aid off and make themselves feel better by like pulling the band-aid off early. Yeah, I mean a lot of people some people turn away from religion because like they know that they're not even religion though. Like just God in general. It's very vague. Like it doesn't need to be like a fundamental religion with all the rules and all the history and stuff. Literally just God. Is God is there a creator or no creator? You know what I mean? Like that yeah. could be anything. God can be anything. It really can. Yeah. Who fucking knows? But a lot of people, even Christians, are afraid of like their their love, never seeing their loved ones again. Right. So like, if your mom is really, really, really religious, and then you're not, a lot of her fear and push to go to church is so mm-hmm. that she can see you again when she dies. Right. And so, some people may think like, oh, well, my my uh, sister died a porn star super early and she's not going to heaven so i need to just announce right. this right now so i can be where she you know what i mean like a but lot of heaven it, it sounds very is, specific but it's heaven like, is a religious thing though like i personally like i believe in god but i don't know if i believe in heaven like i don't know and i don't even know if i want there to be a heaven maybe peace is not existing anymore yeah absolutely you know what i mean like living fucking forever like i maybe maybe our brains can't comprehend what heaven really is maybe it's like literally we think our brains have this potential to fucking think of every concept we don't we're limited maybe heaven is this concept that our brains don't even have the power to grasp i don't know but like if there's no heaven that's not like being gone being where you were before you were born is pretty peaceful Sure. And I'm not saying go kill yourself or anything. I'm definitely not. Life is a blessing. It's fucking awesome. But like, you don't have to believe in heaven to believe in God is what I'm saying. God is a very vague thing. Some people will think like you're like, a, oh, you're taking the easy way out, not subscribing to one of the major religions. You know what I mean? But it's like, I, I'm not a huge fan of organized religion. I mean, I'm not against corrupt. it. Yeah, absolutely. Just like any big, huge institution, it's corrupt for sure. But it's like, good and bad. It's good and bad. Yeah, absolutely. It's like you can believe in God without believing in heaven or believe in God without fucking thinking gay people shouldn't get married. Well, yeah, I mean, you can believe in a bunch of different things um, that have, I don't know, no, uh, no consequence. You can believe in a bunch of stuff, but people are usually coming from a stance of anxiety 
and they need the answer of some kind. Um, but dude, fuck this conversation. What do you got going on this next non-gay month? So July 4th. So I think I'm going to celebrate America, but the America that we were before, not the America that we are now. So do you think it's ironic that they have the American holiday immediately after Pride Month? I think that they snuck the Pride Month right before the American holiday. Yeah, did they do that so that they still get the, the, those people to, to embrace their country even though they spent a, a month hating it and saying that it's not accepting of them? The thing that blows my mind about all this, about like all these people that naysay America, it's like, why don't you fucking leave? Well, where are they going to go? That's why. Because if they, don't, if they don't like, you know, they accept gay people, where are they going to go? A third world country that accepts gay people? I hear the Middle East is pretty good with them. Yeah, that's my point. Like, it's, we, are the, we are the most free country, <laughs> except for, I guess, Canada, unless you want to be Republican. We should probably just pause this. About it. It's raw. My dog threw up. His dog threw up. So he said, "You gotta, you gotta be a good boy." And he fucking threw up. Fucking and then Righty, I jo burned myself, dude. Like I fucking jinxed myself by even saying that. Yeah. And then Righty Joe Young can't concentrate because it smells so bad. And I'm trying to power through this, and <laughs> and it's difficult. So especially because we're talking about such controversial things and such. I Elon, Elon, I don't know. I don't know a lot about Elon Musk, Tranny's son. I didn't, I didn't, I tried to, I, I was focusing on the bigger things. Elon Musk has a son. Is that the one with the weird name? I don't know. Guys, I don't know. I'm sorry. This just got derailed. No, we're fine. I can muster through it. I don't know. It's not that bad. Haven't you changed diapers before? Man, you come over here and sit over this. Wafting Bro, in. the fucking fan is on. <laughs> I can smell it. It smells You're, like dog Are you bailing on me, dude? No. All right. Just not enjoying it. All right. Well, I think, I mean, I covered everything I wanted to talk about. <laughs> oh, Vince McMahon. Yeah, we, okay. So we've been talking about how we were going to have Vince McMahon um, on our shirts and then they canceled him. <laughs> he's being canceled for, well, he has sexual allegations and he stepped down from being the uh, president of WWE because of the allegations, he apparently paid off a lot of young, hot women to keep their mouth shut about sexual relations. And so now we can't put him on a shirt. I mean, it's amazing that we had a multi-billionaire president that literally got on camera saying, grab him by the pussy, and nothing's come out about him, but everybody claims he's a rapist. Kind of mind-blowing. Well, they don't have any evidence to back up any of their claims. That's true. Very true. All that, of it's bullshit. That fucking vomit does smell bad. I'm not. Gonna. It does, but the show Usually must go I would, on. I would call Righty Joe Young a pussy or something, but I got to agree with him. That fucking is awful. I don't know what the fuck he got into. Well, your dog killed the air on the podcast too. Dead air for a couple of minutes. I apologize, guys. Good job, and girls. Fucking, he's grounded. Jeez, he's fucking grounded. Yeah, you were like, be a good boy, and he was like, fuck you. Shut up, bitch. I'm just glad you didn't. Said. You didn't throw up. He had an he had an abortion of his food on on the. <laughs> On our podcast, he aborted his food. Too soon. He was, like, crying. I should have fucking got the hint. But, hey, what are you going to do? It's a live show. It's not really I didn't know he was crying. I didn't hear that. Oh. Well, the, the listeners are going to hear it, and they're like, what a fucking shitty dog owner is letting his dog cry like that. Fuck. Um, I got past the marker, you guys, uh, for the follow-up 
on my Facebook. I mean, my uh, Instagram. So thank you, thank you all my new followers. Yeah. Thanks, guys yeah. and girls. I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking keep cleaning this mess up. You take us home, okay, Culture Cat? No pressure. All right. I don't know how to end it. Stop it on the thing though. You just when you're done talking, you hit our little song button. Okay. And you hit the stop button. You got it. All right. So. Um, first off, I want to thank Ready Joe Young for coming on and, and having something to say about th- all this fucking nonsense that we're dealing with. Stay queer in Pride Month. Stay queer in Pride Month. That's what he says. Um, so you can follow my guy over there th- picking up the throw up at um, Conspiracy Ape on Instagram. You can follow me, The Culture Cat, at The Culture Cat, cat with a K. And the culture cat, cat with a K 2.0, because I'm a bad boy and I have to have two accounts because they threaten me on, on and off. And um, let's just tell your friends. So when you listen to the podcast, tell your friends how you listen to the podcast. You can find it everywhere that you have streamable podcasts. It's on Google. It's on Apple. It's on all the stuff. And you should do your part by telling your friends. I know sometimes we have interesting podcasts. Sometimes we have funny ones. Sometimes we have serious ones. Sometimes we have shit like this happen where we're kind of just raw as raw could be. This might be our last one considering that we can't have any more abortions. So we're going to have to wrap it up. You know what I'm saying? I got to get that last one in there. (laughs) So um, Godspeed and God bless America and tell your friends. I hope this is the right button. The Zoo's News Podcast is available on Spotify, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, and www.thezoosnews.com. Yo, we're not the black news, the white news. We're not the left news or the right news. We're not the gay news, no, we tell it straight news. We're not the juice news, bitch, we're the Zoo's News. We're not the black news, the white news. We're not the left news or the right news. We're not the gay news, no, we tell it straight news. We're not the juice news, bitch, we're the Zoo's News.